The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. Brian Mazrowski here with you. Hope everyone have a nice state 4th of July holiday. Back here with you on WBEN. In Philadelphia, a shooter clad in a bulletproof vest killing five people on Monday night. Andrea Fujii has the latest reaction over the past day. You took my son. You, you took my baby. Marie Merritt's son was one of five victims killed Monday night. The shooter also opening fire on a car driven by a woman with her two-year-old twins inside. One was shot and wounded, the other injured by flying glass. The suspect, who allegedly surrendered, was identified by sources as 40-year-old Kim Brady Carricker, whose previous run-ins with the law include drug and gun charges. Meanwhile, in Fort Worth, Texas, three people were killed and eight wounded at a holiday event. Police say multiple gunmen fired into a crowd after a dispute between rival groups. Andrea Fujii with the latest there from Philadelphia. Here in western New York, Erie County Comptroller Kevin Hardwick says an audit of the county clerk's office shows over $90,000 unaccounted for. The comptroller's office said the audit in the audit that a critical lack of management oversight regarding financial records included allowing cashiers to void, adjust, and waive fee transactions. Some of those fees were not legally able to be waived. The Erie County Clerk's Office has not been audited since 2015. A major development in the legal battle over free speech online, a federal judge in Louisiana limiting the Biden administration from contacting social media companies. The judge saying the administration likely violated the First Amendment when it pressured those companies to remove certain posts during the pandemic. The order comes as Republican attorneys general in two states sue the administration, claiming it pressured sites like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to remove messages containing purported misinformation about COVID-19, election security, and other issues. Trump-appointed Judge Terry Doty called the efforts by the Biden administration Orwellian, saying American citizens have the right to engage in free debate about significant issues affecting the country. The judge adding, it is quite telling that each example or category of suppressed speech was conservative in nature. Lionel Moise with the latest there. We'll hear more coming up uh, just about 10 minutes from right now as WBEN goes in-depth. WBEN News Time now, 5.04, hitting the trail. Republican presidential hopefuls spending their Independence Day campaigning in some of those early primary states. In New Hampshire. Politics is a sport in New Hampshire. And if you don't do well in New Hampshire, you're in trouble. Perry Johnson, Senator Tim Scott, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis among the candidates appealing to voters. Freedom's been under assault in this country, and we need people to stand up and fight back, and that's exactly what we're doing here. And at the White House, President Biden and the First Lady celebrating Independence Day with a barbecue, honoring active duty military and their families. Alex Perchet, what happened on the 4th of July in the presidential race. Well, is the spirit of giving fading across the country? WBEN's Tom Pocket looks at some numbers that suggest it may be happening and what some organizations are doing about it. Giving USA says charitable giving declined in 2022, only the fourth time in four decades. Donations did not increase year over year. Trina Burris at the United Way says she's seeing a bit of a decline. The United Way's main way of raising funds is the workplace campaign model. And with the changes in, in the workplace uh, post-COVID, um, you know, we believe that to be sort of the major factor 
um, in what's happening, you know, in our organization. Still, Burroughs says $9.1 million was raised from the workplace campaign. She says the challenge is providing access to the community to express the urgency of giving. Over at Feedmore Western New York. It is a bit hard for Feedmore Western New York to compare this year to 2022. Feedmore's Catherine Schick. We do see an outpouring of support in terms of our generous Western New York community when tragedies and crises happen. So in 2022, we did see a big response to the um, May 14th tragic mass shooting, as well as the blizzards in November and December, where people did um, turn out to help Feedmore Western New York continue our emergency food and support response. Schick says there's traditionally a leveling off of food and money donations during the summer months, but the need is year-round. Hear more online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you. If you're looking to get away and you need a passport, WBEN's Brayton Wilson tells us that Planning way ahead might be necessary. With COVID-19-related travel restrictions and the summer months providing opportunities for travel, many people are beginning to book trips across the United States and internationally at rates that are back to pre-pandemic levels. However, there has been a significant backlog of U.S. passport applications with too few people being able to properly handle the load. It's such a significant issue, U.S. officials aren't even denying the problem or predicting when it will ease. There's been a big delay with passport processing. What we have have seen is it's taking extra long to get these passports and a lot of times that might mean 500 applications a week or so that they're processing. That's Elizabeth Carey from AAA of Western and Central New York. AAA has been advising travelers to give themselves ample time of at least three months before traveling to ensure they have their passports in place and can take that long-awaited vacation. Carey adds for many destinations globally if a passport is set to expire within six months they don't even consider it valid. While it may be hard to say what's going to happen with the whole processing time for passports going forward, Kerry says if you want to travel, you want to be proactive about it and get your passport well in advance. If you have any inclination that you might be traveling internationally and we are seeing this international travel bookings go way up, just think about getting that passport and having it because you never know when a trip opportunity might come your way. For instance, the Bills playing in London this fall. There's a lot of football fans that are going to London who didn't realize they would be doing that, you know, until the schedule came out and they decided to go for it and make it happen. So it's best if you do have any idea that you might be traveling just to make sure you have that passport. More from Carrie is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. All right, Brayton, thank you. So uh, watch out, get that passport sooner rather than later. doesn't matter if you're planning on traveling this year or maybe even next. might not be a bad idea to plan ahead there. Well, for the second time in less than a year in South Carolina, you know, usually we're talking about Florida here. South Carolina, though. It's been another deadly gator attack. An early morning dog walk turning deadly in South Carolina when an alligator attacked. You're responding to a report of an elderly female in the lagoon. She is possibly deceased. Authorities on Hilton Head Island say they found the body of a 69-year-old woman at the edge of a lagoon guarded by that gator getting in the way of rescue efforts. It's kind of shocking, honestly. I think... The alligators sometimes get too comfortable with the people and and vice versa. Last year, another fatal gator attack in a nearby retirement community. Authorities say an 88-year-old woman was killed while gardening at a lagoon near her home. Unbelievable. Victor Akendo there with the reports. I, you know, comfortable around people. I said they're not that comfortable around people. If they're eating them still, like attacking them, comfortable around people, you'd think they would leave us be. You live side by side. No. 
Another Gator attack in South Carolina. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Partly to mostly sunny, hot and humid this afternoon with temperatures in the upper 80s. Slight chance for a shower well north and south of Buffalo, but mostly a dry one today. Partly cloudy, mild and muggy tonight. Overnight lows near 70. We head into your Thursday. Mix of sun and clouds. Another hot and humid day with highs in the upper 80s. Slight chance for a few showers later in the day. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist. Just Kathy Sonder joining us live in studio from Tops. The Taste is celebrating its 40th year. Tops has been a big part of the Taste for 20 years, uh, half that time. I mean, it's a big anniversary times two. It is. We're celebrating these major milestones. 40th birthday, our 20th year as a sponsor. We've been involved actually for longer than that, but yeah, 20 years as a sponsor and proud to be so. So it's one of Buffalo's major uh, events. It's the one thing that people look forward to every summer. If there's one food festival you're going to, it's probably the taste of Buffalo. Yeah, we were talking earlier. It's like people need the reminder of when it, it kind of sneaks up on you with the July 4th holiday and everything like that. It certainly does. Like all of a sudden we had the, the 4th of July holiday yesterday, then all of a sudden like June just wiped away from us out of nowhere. So it's good that we're talking this morning to let people know it's this weekend already. And, and you brought in some food. I mean, come on, we're... we're we're only like eight hours uh, away from fireworks here, we're, and we're uh, still going. We're going right back at it. We've got was the strawberry no rest for the shortcake weary here, Brian. <laughs> so yeah, we want to make sure that you don't forget all the great food that's going to be under the tops tent, as well as all the great vendors. There's 37 restaurants and food trucks, and there's four new wineries this year and 10 new restaurants. So we just want to make sure this is sort of like pre gaming for the okay. weekend. All right, expand the stomach. That's I think that's what <laughs> Joey Chestnut does. Um, but there's. Uh, Looks great, strawberry shortcake. And then what are these sandwiches over here? So these are actually pulled pork sliders. They're um, by Smithfield, and they're actually doused in delicious Battlefield barbecue sauce. Battlefield barbecue sauce is actually made by a veteran um, out of Syracuse. So we love and pride ourselves on working with local companies. Um, so we're working with his um, barbecue sauce for it. And then we've got some delicious Grillo's pickles right there in the middle. And they're all on King's Hawaiian Rolls. Delicious. Uh, that's awesome. That's uh, And it's one thing about you go into Tops, you never know what you're going to find. I feel like you're always finding like some new product you've never seen before. You know, you think you're in a grocery store, you've seen it all, but there's always something new that kind of stands out or, or maybe something you weren't aware of that you can always try. We certainly try to bring that to the forefront during the taste, especially. So the Smithfield pork um, sliders, we're going to have another local product, a Hanslian sausage, Italian sausage. It's going to be with peppers and onions. And then Salins, again, another local great product. Uh, hot dogs are going to be under the tent as well. That's a good standard um, item for families to enjoy. What are you looking forward to at the Taste of Buffalo? When you look around and you're walking around, seeing all the tents, are there things that you have circled, the like must-eats during the Taste weekend? I definitely have to make sure I have the top strawberry shortcake. That's a, a must. That's kind of a, a staple for us that everyone looks forward to. But I love the music. I love the camaraderie. And with it being the 40th birthday of, of the Taste of Buffalo, we're going to have some cake to celebrate this year. All right, so you got birthday cake uh, for the 40th anniversary. I was saying this on Monday as uh, me and Joe were talking. We think cake is one of the things. If I had to enter, like, the 4th of July eating contest, (laughs) 
birthday cake is something. It's light enough where I feel like I could do a lot of damage before they ring the bell and time's up. I think so. It'd be a little messy, but a good messy, right? And people never tend to save enough room for dessert, right? So definitely at the Taste of Buffalo, there's going to be a lot of great vendors out there. There's ice cream and and the birthday cake that Tops is going to provide and cupcakes. And there's just so many wonderful things to eat at the Taste of Buffalo. So make sure you save room for dessert. Yeah. Well, or start at Tops, right? Start with dessert and then work your way backwards. You're allowed to do that at the Taste of Buffalo. Exactly. You can choose how you start your meal. So start with the dessert and work your way back. And remember that everyone has healthy options to choose from as well. So if you're trying to eat a little bit healthier, um, we have a fresh fruit cup. I know a lot of the vendors have that uh, designated at their booth. So that way you know what options are healthy options, gluten-free options, and vegetarian options as well. I think this. I'm looking at the strawberry shortcake right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a healthy option. I, I think so. I mean, there's strawberries in it. And, you know, the whipped topping, it's dairy. Yeah, it's fruit. You have the shortcake is, you can't tell me that any bagel you eat is better for you than the shortcake. <laughs> you know, it's a light, airy shortcake. You have the fruit. And then, you know, the, the whipped cream, everyone deserves a treat every now and then. Exactly. I, that's a good breakfast. It's good balanced breakfast. And so you lay down that layer first and, and you got one A-OK. Um, the one thing that I think a lot of people know or have found out over the years, it's still true. And if you don't know, it's good to, to have the reminder. If you're looking for tickets, if you know you're going to the taste, to get your tickets beforehand at Tops is that's like the pro move. It is. That way you don't have to worry about standing in lines at all. You just go right into the food. So $10 presale tickets are available at all participating Tops locations. And then we've got a great family four-pack. It's a $60 value, and that gets you four free Coca-Cola beverages. So that way you can just get right into the action and just stop at Tops first. All right. So uh, get your presale tickets at Tops. Taste of Buffalo this upcoming year. You can go in. You have your tickets already uh, in pocket. You don't have to stop at the tent or any of that. It's going to be hot out there, so you won't want to stop. You'll want to keep moving and find some shade somewhere. Is Tops right in Niagara Square? We're going to be at our usual spot, right at Niagara Square, right by City Hall. We're going to also have the Tops main stage where they're going to be cutting that celebratory cake at 1 o'clock on Saturday and be celebrating the the 40th birthday. It's going to be an 80s dance party. We're going to be having a lot of fun. And there's also going to be some other Tops tents there as well. We have our pharmacy tent to help you build a better medicine cabinet. And, of course, make sure you spin the prize wheel at Tops. All of the proceeds from the Tops prize wheel and our tent go back to Sleep in Heavenly Peace, a local nonprofit organization. You mentioned the stage. You're going to have uh, some 80s music. You're celebrating, like rolling the clock back to the beginning of the Taste of Buffalo, right, with some of the music? We certainly are. We want to make sure people come out. They can be theme-dressed if they want to get into the action, but definitely we want to really live this up like it's back in the 80s. All right. So it's it's, it's another thing you don't think about with the taste. You get the entertainment, too. You, you certainly do. It's not just walking up and down, eating food, and then that's it. I mean, you can go and enjoy the music, enjoy what should be, at least for right now, really nice weather. It looks like great weather. So great weather, entertainment, food, music. You're going to love it. You don't always have great weather, but I feel like you've been getting pretty lucky like the last 
what, five, ten years or so. Like, we've had some really hot, nice, sunny days for the Taste of Buffalo. We've really lucked out, and we've had some great tents that you can kind of seek shade under with the misting fans and everything to keep yourself cool. Um, we've got another great tent where you can gather together as a community, and that's something new that we've introduced in the past couple of years. So a great way to kind of gather together, share a meal, share your, your, your stories. It's just a wonderful way to kind of gather together as Buffalonians. Is the weather how, like, you differentiate Taste of Buffalo's, you know, because now now it's 20 years as the presenting sponsor for Tops. It's a long time. It's a lot of Taste of Buffaloes. Do you remember? Oh, that was the 90-degree year. Like, that was the downpour year. You certainly do remember the years that there's either 90 degrees or the monsoon that came through yeah. and flooded the tent. So <laughs> definitely, you remember the years you have to definitely pivot. Uh, but that's what's great about all of our volunteers. We've got great associates and volunteers that come down and help out on the grills and manning the food tent and, like I said, the prize wheel. So it's great to have all hands on deck because everyone's really excited to be there. Okay, so a Taste of Buffalo this weekend downtown and go to Tops right beforehand. Get your tickets pre-sale. Visit the Tops tent when you're there. Can't wait to see you. All right. Kathy, thanks so much. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.